0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. Straight from Big 6 over to here, Forever Arsenal. You can see the the, 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 the the lovely gentleman with me laughing already because back room, yeah, the banter starts as soon as we come in, people. It's a shame you can't see it from the get-go, but it's probably better you didn't see this one from the get-go. It's not banter, man. It's
1: PTSD I've got now, but we'll, we'll, we'll kill that between the four of us. You know yeah, I mean? yeah.
2: Well, he
0: might come back. He said
1: some wild
2: know. things. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and it turns out he's into stats. So after all the
1: days <laughs> he actually
2: doesn't <laughs> mind. that Man Lee
0: is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, cool. I'm glad we can start with laughs and smiling again, though, because we 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 I got used to it throughout this season, and obviously the last couple have been off the back of um well a loss and a draw. Um, which to us this season has been a dip in form. But, you know, we did to Forrest what I really wanted us to do, and that's, you know, put them to the sword and get the job done in emphatic fashion. Um, result, performance, all in. And we got the job done. And yeah, we move on to the last Europa League game and obviously Chelsea away next week. I think somewhat with the dip in form behind us, hopefully. Um, I know it was Forrest's bottom of the league, but they're just coming off the back of a win against Liverpool. So their heads were high. Um, but we are going to talk about it as usual. I don't know. Should we start with a comment of the weekly? I think we should maybe yes, start with Yes, yes. Why
3: not? A comment of the week, like, you know. It's from Roscoe Saul. What a lovely name that is, by the way, like, yeah, Roscoe DeSalle. James prefers to be under Turkish rather than being on top of Lee, like, yeah, you know I mean? There you go. <laughs> That's what we like. We like bit the creativity.
1: <laughs> James, you know do you care to re- re- respond or reply to that, James? I'm so not the is, is, is the allegation true
3: no comment <laughs> no. oh james get your stats out, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, Let's just out Let's get your stats out Fluff oh. those pillars up james i'm a coming around <laughs> 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 Look forward <to> that, me
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> love for the people sending in your comments, man. Like, like we said last week, man, we love seeing them. So big up you guys for engaging with us and we'll continue doing the same and picking out comments of the day, um, at least on every show, one, one or two of them anyway, to say the least. But yeah, let's move into it. Forrest at home. Lee, I, I haven't had a chance to talk to you since the game. So let's no. head over to you and, and kick us off.
3: I'm gonna say all all um all I wanted it to be on uh, Sunday, everything that I wanted it to be, it was, you know. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, was a little bit nervous. Everybody sort of going into the ground saying, Oh, we could draw this game, this could be it wouldn't be surprised, you know, blah, 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 blah. I thought we was fantastic from the first whistle to the last. I felt that what we needed to do, we done. Um, one 0 up at half time. I thought we was a little bit I, I, again went into the bars at Half-time, a little bit of nerves around and all that. Like, you know, oh, our second-half performances have been a little bit... But we come out in the second half and blitzed them. And I think that was a great point, a great thing from everything there. I just thought it was a fantastic performance. The only thing that was missing was a Jesus goal. I thought he was fantastic on the day. Um, I'm going to give up a big app to, to um, Arteta because uh, the substitution of Nelson, I, I think that when, when he that was good. We all played this game. I was just saying it earlier on. Like, I don't care who you're with. You play the game. What's your next... Who, who's he going to bring on? Who's he not? like? You all think you're the manager. like You know what I mean? Oh, like he's going to bring on so-and-so. Uh, <coughs> you know, Vieira was mentioned. I, I, I thought he would bring on Eddie. But we brought on Nelson, which was a surprise. And he was fantastic when he came on and, and done a really, really good job. Big up to the manager for that. That must mean that something was happening in training. I just thought it was a, a, a real performance that now gives me confidence going into Chelsea game. You know, I really do feel that, you know, we was, I don't want to say like on a downer and all that, but I was getting worried that we was going to give like, j- jaded. We was going to lose form. We was going to drop more points, put it all to bed with a fantastic performance. It was fiery. It was f- fast. Some fantastic football, fantastic goals. Got to say that some real cool goals. The Martinelli goal was great, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh Jermaine Genius trying to flame it on the defeat. What a Tottenham. Mm-hmm. I can't like that, you know that I mean? like these Tottenham prats get on my nerves. They really <laughs> do like that. You know I mean? He should be on channel four with him upstairs, like, you know what I mean? Genius, <laughs> I'm telling you. But anyway, that's another story, like, you know. But uh, all in all, fantastic performance. I, I'm gonna say I've come away, you know, just Delighted. It was just a performance that was needed. I think it. You know. Uh, yeah, I can say it was needed. I think the fact. Do you know what? I don't know if you've come out on the on the TV. It was probably the. I don't know what you think about this, James. It weren't the greatest uh, atmosphere at the Emirates on on. Um, it wasn't bad. I'm not saying it was bad, but like it was a little bit more subdued than normal because I think there was a little bit of nerve nervousness in the in the crowd on yeah. on Sunday.
2: Yeah, I I think so and. I always, I always want to be a bit careful because I don't go every week I am I mean I I feel lucky enough just to get to go to six, seven games a season um, and I've been in some amazing atmospheres at the Emirates and the fans have been incredible I was at the at the Leicester game at home when Saliba scored the own goal and they got immediately behind the team and picked them up again and behind Saliba and the fans have been an absolute credit all season and the Emirates has been louder than I've ever known it, even in the handful of games I've been to but I kind of know what you mean. There was this sense of like, we went one nil up very early and it was, I don't know whether the fans relaxed with the players. Something just dropped as a, the, the whole kind of level of the occasion. I don't have to explain it. kind of, it went very subdued. It went very flat. Um, and I think it was more a case of, ooh, we've taken the lead at Leeds, but we weren't great after that. We we took the lead at Southampton. Second half wasn't great. Are we going to build on it? And there was that tension. What if we don't get the second? Then I think you felt that at time, I mean, someone, bless someone, um, you know, chatted to me at half time. They said, what do you make of that? And I was, well, you know, a bit flat. He said, yeah, it was shit, wasn't it? It <laughs> was like, okay, so I'm not the only one who's thinking that first half really didn't kick on the way it should after the first goal. And the second half, they addressed it. And the fans were having a great time after that. Saliba Chant was out. So, yeah, I think maybe we recognised that it was more about needing the performance, not just the result as well. And they came through. Yeah,
0: Jordan. Um, where should we start? Because a fair few points were raised. Um, I, you know what? I want let, let, let's reese Nelson because Lee's right. Yeah, I'm in the studio as well, watching the game. My my first thoughts went to either Eddie comes on, goes up top, and Jesus goes to the right, or maybe Marquinhos comes on straight onto the right, or Vieira comes on and, and slots in. I never really entertained Nelson coming on, and, and this is coming from someone who had you know high, high hopes for Nelson. It's just that over the years he hasn't really kicked on from what we all thought would be, you know, a long, bright Arsenal career. Reese Nelson, Jordan, what do you make of his appearance and the two goals and
1: just before I get to Reese Nelson, because I don't want to start on a negative. So I'm going to start on a positive. Oh, um shit. I just I just wanna <laughs> I wanna start on a positive one. I i I'm, I love the fact that we battered them 5 0 And the reason why I flagged that is because there's been a few games this year where I've been disappointed we've not got the five. Um, I, I, love, I, I think five signals are battering. 4-0 is a convincing win. It's not a battering. But when I see five, five's like we beat that team down. There's been a couple of games this year where I think we should have been more ruthless and got the five. So to finally get a five this season, I was really happy about the fact that we really dominated the team and the scoreline reflected it as well. I thought that was really, really important, not only for... Um, you know, for the fans on the day to see that sort of victory, but I, I, I'm hoping for the the, the the players to see that actually we can be ruthless when indeed we need to be. So that that was the first thing. I, I loved the score line. It was just a convincing win. The score line showed that as well. On on Reece Nelson, a bit like you, Turkish. I remember hearing about Reese Nelson about six years ago, and of all those young players, I think if I'm not mistaken. I think he came through in the ranks just after Iwobi. I don't think he was in the Iwobi class, but I think he came just after Iwobi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember hearing mm-hmm. about Reece Nelson and like just hearing from people I knew that followed the youth team games, this kid, Reece Nelson, is the truth. This his guy's going to be a problem. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And I saw a few youth games and I saw him make a couple of appearances in, um, I think it was a preseason game, maybe five years ago. It was under Wenger for sure. I remember, oh yeah, this kid looks tasty. And he's from he's from he's from where where I'm where, not far from where I live. It's part of South London. So I heard things about this kid, Reece Nelson. I was really excited about him, and I was gas. I remember one season, I gassed him up to my friends. This season, Reece Nelson, look out for him, look out for him, look out for him. And he never, never delivered. And I was so disappointed because he's quite clearly talented. But I thought of all that crop of youngsters that have come through, I thought he should have been the most successful. I thought he was most talented. Smith Rowe, Saka, um, who else in that group? There was, there was a defender, I think. I think it was a fullback. There was, there was about four or five in that group, but I just thought he would be the one that would fly the most, and, and he just didn't. He just didn't. And I don't quite know why. He went on to Germany. He did okay in Germany. Nothing, nothing special. So I was really happy to see him you know, get the two goals and make an impact in a game whereby I think as Lee alluded to, or maybe it was James, when he came on, he wouldn't have been the person that I think a lot of Arsenal fans would have thought is a guy you want to see come on, especially for Saka. But to see him do what he did, I was really, really happy about as well. My slight negative things, you know, I'm the realest one here. I've got to keep it real. No one says, <laughs> yeah, not I'm in the course, but absolutely dog. They were dog. They were awful. They were absolutely terrible, Nottingham Forest. And I think we've got to flag that as well. We won 5-0. We were worthy 5-0 winners. But Nottingham Forest were absolutely awful. So yeah. it's not Nottingham not Forest fan channel, so I don't, don't talk about them too much. But I think that we were... I think we won the game anyway, but I think we were enabled in being so dominant because they were so non-existent. A bit like when Man United beat Spurs last week. Man United were very good. But Spurs, they, they didn't turn up. They didn't get off the bus. So I think there's two sides to that kind of coin. I just think it's important to flag that we were very, very good, but Nottingham Forest were very, very bad. In a way that Liverpool, when we beat them the other day, I thought Liverpool were actually really good. And yeah. we still beat them. Whereas Nottingham Forest were absolutely awful. So, but overall... I, I agree. Three points, I'll take it.
2: Yeah. I, I, and I want to add to that. Not Again, it's not to take away from Arsenal's performance, because I actually think there's credit in the fact that Arsenal came up against that and and sometimes you're playing sport and like a bad opponent you can drop your level with it 100%. whether it's complacency whether it's uh lee we like our tennis analogies you ever played with someone yeah. who just looped it over the net and you're like oh my god you can't hit it back. like, like sport can do that right in its own way yeah, it I mean, it the tempo and the level and everyone needs to get sucked into it um and, and arsenal kind of saw that saw weaknesses and and exploited them, which I, I think is what the best do. That's what City do. They go, okay, mm-hmm. you know, y- you look rubbish, and we're going to make you feel rubbish. So I think the fact that Arsenal did that mm-hmm. in itself for the credit. But I, gr- I agree with Jordan. They were really bad, and you know, again, any Forest fan who's watching this for whatever reason, thanks for supporting the show. Um, you know, uh, it's I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be rude or trolled or take the piss, but I don't think we'll work hard at the Emirates this season. I I really think they were horrific um but they beat liverpool the week before so they clearly got something um so credit for that but yeah they they were they were bad really bad um and arsenal punished them which is what i want to see so well done
0: yeah another parte banger as well um he's been trying over the last couple of years but this season we've got a couple out of him and i think the i think the strike deserves a mention as well not only the strike but i think party's coming to his own there you know um and I know the biggest problem we've had with him has been injuries, but I've also had a big problem with his levels of performance when he is in the side over the, um, uh, you know, since he's been at the club. I don't think we, we saw the Thomas Partey that I expected that we was getting from Atletico Madrid. More recently, I'm seeing a Partey that, listen, it's not like for like with the Madrid when he, he, he His role was a bit different there as well, in a very different team, under a very different manager. But we're seeing a party that's confident. He's making it happen in the middle. He's taking necessary risks. Listen, sometimes he does give the ball away. And I'm looking at him like, how did you manage that? How did you manage that? But then more often than not, he's breaking the lines. Whether it's, you know, dribbling through or whether it's passing through, he's doing that. He's added a couple goals outside the box as well now, which is something that I've been craving as well because, you know, Having having people outside the box that can cause problems opens up space for people in the box, and therefore, you know, you can get goals from alternate routes as well. So, I'm glad he's added that. Um, anyone want to mention anything on Partey? He's got.
1: I just want to say he's got presence as well. It's something that we've lacked, I think, since since Gilberto Silva and even maybe Vieira. Gilberto Silva had a lot of qualities to his game. But I wouldn't say presence was one of the things. I think when you have Partey on the field. I can only imagine you know he's as an opposition player, you know he's there. You know you can't just run through the Arsenal with Field in a way that I think he can for the best part of a decade prior to him arriving. He has that presence about him that he can't just get to my back line very, very easily. So I think that's for all the kind of technical skills that I think he does possess. Um he's got he's got presence. Um I, I just want to flag Martinelli's got sorry, go on, James. I'm no, on to mention
2: on this is so random. Was Rodri former Atletico Madrid as well? He was, wasn't he?
1: Yeah.
2: Did they play together at any point?
1: Yeah, they did. I I, I didn't know that. Shame.
2: Yeah, they signed in from it. People, uh, there's this kind of discussion, right? You know, whether Arteta, how much he's trying to do, what Pep's trying to do. And I actually think he's got his own version of it. We can see certain things he's clearly learned from Pep as well. But I don't know. There's some weird parallels, isn't there? The kind of, both of them were sixes that I believe would have. Sorry, both of them were central midfielders that I believe probably would have played more in a four four two at At um, Atletico. I think that's what Simeone's mostly played, but people have watched them more. Will let me know differently if so. But I don't know. It's just I, I kind of want to give Arteta credit for recognizing him as a as a player who maybe wasn't playing that role, but had the attributes to, and is now thriving as a holding midfielder. Um, you know, it, it's one well, thing street, seeing. Though. Of course, but it's one thing. It's one thing looking across Europe and going, "Oh, that number six is really good." It's another going, "That player is really good," but I also think I can mold him into this player. Um, and, and you know, this season and second half of last season, we started to see why it could be so important in that role. Mm. Um, but yeah, interesting with Rodri. I think he might have had a similar thing, but I don't know.
3: Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, part, I... What what the problem you've had is that he gets to this level and then gets injured. So it takes him three or four games to get to this to this level and then he gets injured again. Like and that's why it's important that he stays fit because I think he's vital to what what I see on on on, on Sunday. He's vital to us being successful because he just makes midfield look so easy. He, he just makes it look so easy. He's always got time on the ball. He turns away from players and he, you know and, and it goes through him. What it does, it goes through him. And and then he's looking to play forward. If you have a look at um when Laconga comes into the team, he hasn't got that yet in, in his locker where he can get on the half turn and then and then play forward. Partag does, you know, and and he's always looking for the uh that that the killer ball first or that forward pass. If it's not on you turn away and just play it back. And, and there was a couple of things in that game and, and you, know, you go back and all that, it goes into him tight and he just knocks it off. He just pops it off, pops it off, pops it off. And then it turns. So, so what happens is a midfield player he's playing against thinks, Oh, he's just going to pop it off. He's going to pop it off. And then he turns and he's past you. And he does it so, so well. Right? You know what I mean? He knows when to pass, when to do very, very intelligent player. And I think that, you know, the pass for, um, you know, Shaka makes the run and the pass is, is you know, fantastic for the for the second goal. Key key moment, like you know, because once the second goal goes in, we're in a we're all in a different place in in the stadium and 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 the players as well. Like you know, so um, I thought he was fantastic on the day, and not just him, there was a couple of others, but uh, I thought to- Parsi was was a pleasure to watch on Sunday.
1: To- to- Tommy Asis is my favourite player. Saka, I think, is our best player, but I think. Partey is our most important player. And I put him above Saliba and Jesus. I think the most important player in our squad is Thomas Partey. Because I think if you've got a midfielder like him, and I think Lee mentioned it earlier, Rod, I think the fitness is the issue. And and the fact is that he has the sort of body that he will break down every now and again. I I don't think we have to accept that he will miss certain games this season. But I think what he can do, not only on the ball, but also off the ball, I think is so integral to our to our team. Um, although there's a drop we've discussed in recent weeks about Jesus to Nketiah, um, you know, Saliba to Holding, I, I, I think there's no backup for Thomas Partey. There's no backup for him. I know, I know he at the moment is is out injured, but I don't see anybody that can do what he can do. And I think he's the most important player. in, in If you said to me right now, if you keep one player fit for the entire season... The irony is, is him. I would, I would pick Thomas Partex. I think, I just think what he offers, no one else in the team offers at all. So for me, he's the most important player in our squad.
0: Yeah. And Odegaard, obviously, one that pulled the trigger as well. And he got a goal. Um, but Lee mentioned it earlier, Jesus. I think Jesus is probably a topic to touch in on um, today because um, still getting some criticism off the back of that. That result, um, considering he didn't get a goal, but, but before I give my take on it, who wants to start off with Jesus?
3: Well, I'll go first if you want. On. I don't care, like you know, what I mean, plays like that, you know, the goals will come. Uh, you know, he done everything but score on Sunday, as far as I was concerned. You know, Look at Jordan.
0: uh, the Jordan's raring to go. I'm surprised <laughs> he
3: didn't want him. I'm looking yeah. to me. I, 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 I a, back little, back a little, back. a little step yeah. for you, he's not scoring at this moment in time, and I'm going to bring up because, uh, of the of the, the stepmans and all that like you know um uh arsenal at the moment like goal difference of nineteen you know, I used to go mad about that when we was on minus one minus two oh, wow. we're yeah. we're on we're on plus nineteen at the moment man city on plus twenty six of a goal machine you know and Jesus is not it you know the can 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 at some stage. He could have had Act trick on Saturday, or uh, Sunday. He could have had Act trick the week before. He could have had a trick. He creating chances, he's making chances. But I think that w- watching him live, and I think like, you know, before people comment about him and all that, watch him live, you know, and what he does, the work rate he goes through, making tackles, coming back, winning balls in in, in, in the box. He went forty yards to chase down the down the right back channel to win a pass. All those things and all that like contributing to Arsenal's success, you know, creating chances, working hard, taking players to, to levels that they've not been before. I just think at the end of the day, yeah, of course you want him scoring goals, you know what I mean? But if you're winning and playing like that and he's playing like that, the goals will come. I've got no doubt about that. But what I'm pleased about and one of the biggest things for me is is I have watched goal scorers in the past. We can pick on a Bamiang if we like, you know, when they score in goals, they're fantastic. When they don't score goals, they don't contribute. This guy contributes whether he's
1: scored or not. Yeah. Over there, Jordan. I, I, I... Oh, right. <laughs> Listen, I, I think I think um is, is is amazing and, and I agree with you. When you you don't get to really see how good a football forget striker, just how good a footballer he is. Until you see him up close. His turn, his touch, his skill, his his confidence, I just think is, is, is amazing. My only concern, and I've heard, heard a lot of Arsenal fans the last few days, um, you know, say what you just said that you know, he did he hasn't scored an X amount of games, but his contribution is, is really good. We can get away with that now because there's goals coming from he who yeah. name Saka Od- Odegaard, Martinelli, etc. There's goals coming elsewhere the first half of the season is the honeymoon part of the season when we get to march and those midfielders aren't or the Texans aren't getting goals we need our striker to score goals and i don't think when he goes rough through a run or seven in no games in march we're going to be quite as complimentary, and I don't think people will be talking about his hold-up play then and his layoff and his his contributions. Then we're going to need goals.
0: But doesn't so that come for... down to the? So, sorry, Jordan. I've did
1: it, did, did Jordan. Um, no, no no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a Jordan. Is that is that what we're doing now? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't, Shut
0: up, Jesus. doesn't that doesn't that come more to the club than Jesus? Because I think we all yeah. agree here that we wanted another striker in the summer to make it free. I think free strikers tends to be the, the the number teams go in with. We wanted a different profile of striker. So if that does happen, because you're right, if you know if it does happen with the squad we have, it'd be a concern. But if it does, do we look at Jesus when in reality? Where is it? 12 games, five goals, five assists. If he continues that rate up, he's going to have roughly 15, 16 yeah. goals. 15 it's, It doesn't sound really 15, 16 assists. Even if it's 18 goals, 12 assists. Yeah, or yeah, four. yeah. No, you're, you're roughly right. That's what we would have expected and been happy with in his first season. If it, if it dries up and it starts cost, um, costing us points in February, March, maybe April, if there's a title challenge on come the end of the season, I don't think it's fair to look at Jesus and, and you know, put the pressure on
1: him. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't necessarily blame the club in that instance. Even if you had a backup striker that was better than Nketiah to, to supplement Jesus, I still expect my main marksman to, to score within seven games. Mm. That, that is on him. Seven games, a lot of games not score a goal. Now, we are giving him a pass... Because there's assists in there and there's great link up play. Right now, well, not so much now, but it's been sunny and it's been nice weather. I'm by default, my mind always goes to the, the games when it really matters. Back into February, March, April, when it's not sunny, when it's not free flowing football, it's about grinding out results. You might only get two chances in the whole game to score a goal, and you need your main man to take one of those chances. That's I'm thinking more then. Now it's fine. Because goals coming from ever, it's all happy, high fives, happy days. But we're complimenting his work off the ball, which we, which we should, rightly so. I'm just saying, I don't think we're going to be as complimentary in three, four months' time if he does this then. If he can still get lots of assists, he, he might still get a pass. But I'm just concerned that even this, what he's doing now, is sustainable. And I'm just saying, at some point, we're going to have to start expecting some goals from him. That, that, that's what I'm saying. And I think the assist thing ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to run forever, he's a striker so for all his good build-up play, his good play mm-hmm. in and around the box th- th- goals, and I guess, I flagged it a couple of weeks ago we got onto Lacazette for the exact same thing, there's levels, I understand but first and foremost can you score some goals please and I think that the honeymoon period now is coming to an end and I need to see some goals because I know in the back end of the season, we're going to need him to be a bit more selfish and a bit more clinical and he won't That's get nice. the pass that I think he's getting now
2: but I think it's slightly different. With Lacazette, right, there were moments where we looked better as a team when Lacazette led the line over Bamiyan because of his hold-up and his link-up and all that. Um, But it was kind of limited. It, you know, he didn't spin round two, three players and put it on a plate for someone or whatever. It was, you know, he worked hard and he, he had a decent first touch and he, you know, put himself about. I didn't mind Lacazette. But... When you look at Jesus' contribution, okay, I know he didn't get goals, but look at two of the goals he did assist. It wasn't just like he rolled it into someone who did all the work. That's Xhaka cutback. Jesus has really good awareness Mm -hmm. to know, I'm not going to be able to take a touch, spin and shoot. And on his first touch, rolls it into Reese Nelson. I mean, it's like unbelievable awareness. And then the second, uh, Reese's second, which I believe is our third, again, the ball comes out to him. His first touch is immaculate it's like, it's so skillful to take that touch. So it doesn't kill the momentum of the move at all. When you watch Riyad Mahrez for city, one of the best things he does when that ball is pinged out to him is on his first touch, he's attacking first the man. You don't yeah. take a touch and then he's got to set himself up. And then he's, that gives those little seconds, give a team time to adjust. And Jesus is showing that little bit of quality. So I kind of know what you mean. If he just huffed and puffed and played some nice passes, I'd be like, yeah, okay. You know, nothing really to shout about, but, I think you saw, even with the work, rate, even with the popping up in different areas and, you know, giving us all for the team, there were moments of genuine class, you know, sprinkled in that performance, um, which is why I'm kind of willing to give him a pass on that. And if he's doing that in March, I'll be OK with that. He's still playing brilliantly.
1: I, I, I agree. And I'm being deliberately provocative. I'm being deliberately harsh, not because I'm, I'm not happy with what he's doing now. I'm just looking ahead to the months where it matters. And if he's still doing this, then that probably still gets him through. If he can still get a couple of assists in the game and not score, I'll probably still take that. But I'm just looking ahead in those games where it's tighter. It's, 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 yeah, the game isn't going our way. And it's like, well, you might only get one chance. I need to be confident you're going to take it in a way that Van Persie did for us. Certain games where we weren't great. I knew just give Van Persie one chance. I know he's burying it. I'm not quite there yet with Jesus, so I'm being deliberately harsh. I accept sure. that, but, 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 I, but I, think I think he's
3: aware of it as well. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. he was aware yeah. of it, and also Arteta was aware of it on Sunday because they kept playing him. Game was won, It kept him on night. Like, you know what I mean? In in the hope that he was going to get a goal, and you, could, I, I honestly think it's one of those ones where he was so desperate he was never going to score. Do you know what I mean? I know that sounds yeah. silly, like no, he, I know he, he was, he was just. Trying too hard to score, like. But what one of the things that I want to pick up on is is that that goal against Nelson. How many forwards and greedy forwards do you see, like try and turn and swivel and have a shot and hit, hit the stands and everything like that. Like you know, that was an important moment of the game, it, but he chose the team over himself. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like, I've seen players try and turn and shoot, and you know what I mean, like which he, he could have done in that position. But he looked, he weighed up the situation very quickly and was the team player and, and laid on the goal like and, and and also uh, another thing that I I, I think has got to be highlighted on it, and I watched it back. I didn't notice at the time when he got the third go- when they got the third goal, and he put it across for um, Nelson. He was delighted for Nelson to score that goal. You know what I mean? Even though he's desperate for himself to score, mm-hmm. there was a there's a. A team player in there, and he put him he put the team before himself on on sunday yeah and I, I i i i thought that was fantastic I've seen many of the strikers ones i've loved and other ones that i just detest will go and have a go on their own there like you know the greedy strikers of this world. I think he's a team player uh, and i and i I, I'm, I applaud him for that like you know so there was an opportunity where he could have been greedy on that game, and he wasn't, and and, and I'm, I applaud him for it. And the goals we
2: did score as well. Um, that Martinelli one is such oh, a good brilliant goal, goal.
1: brilliant such goal. goal. Brilliant Do you know
2: goal. what? Do you know what makes me so happy, guys? I'm beaming. Ten wins out of twelve, only you know, only the one defeat. I'm so happy. What a start we've made. And when I see goals like that, they just remind me of like what I the envy I had the last three, four, five years watching Liverpool and City when they made world-class moments look so easy. You know, that it's, is just... Marte 100%. pings out Saka. Saka opens up. It's like he's not even thought about it. You know, I'm thinking, where's he even thought? Where's he had the time to think Martinelli's making the run into box? But it's just so decisive. Just, yeah, onto my left foot. Bam, open up, into Martinelli. Martinelli has no right winning that header. There's like five men around him. But he's got the determination. He's always actually been quite a good header of the ball, by the way, Martinelli. Yeah. So anyone who's surprised by that shouldn't be. He's got he scored quite a few headers for Arsenal, um, and just like powered it, you know, just power low, difficult for the keeper. And 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 I used to watch, I say used to, because they're having a bad season. But you to watch Liverpool, Salah and Mane would just make it look so easy. Like mm-hmm. you would think what? Like we barely did anything wrong, and they killed us. And, and I think Arsenal developing those little moments, like that Leeds goal as well. One error, oh, Odegaard in behind, Saka buries it. You know, first couple minutes against Leeds, uh, sorry, against Liverpool at home. You know, we played through their midfield, Odegaard slipped through, Martinelli buries it. You know, being able to kind of take a situation that wasn't really anything and then bam, you kill someone. It's it's just like, that is a sign of a really, really exciting team. Um, And I really hope it continues. I'm really enjoying it.
3: And that, that was one thing, why people like you know actually talking to Cecil after the game on Thursday? said oh, I thought you'd had the ump after Thursday. That's why I never had the ump on Thursday. Look at Martinelli's performance yesterday to what it was on Thursday. Like you know, um, yeah. he was completely different player. It was a different mentality yesterday. Like you know, and Martinelli was back to his best yesterday. And obviously, yeah. you know, obviously the goal with the confidence. The only disappointing thing was Saka. Um, I-, I thought he was sensational yeah. until he got injured. He you know. Was, yeah. uh, absolutely you know so, and I was worried about because he picked up the ball on three occasions and three players sprinting over to him and one of them where he got the goal and um, I thought oh well it ain't going to be a, it'd be easier for him to defend with without Saka being on there because they, they they couldn't overload on the left side but you know credit to Arsenal credit to Nelson you know we didn't miss him when he come off and he was sensational in that first 25 minutes and that's a big, big plus for me like, you is know, it, so,
1: is, he, is he okay, Lee? Or was it just a precaution? I think it was on? a
3: kick. I think it was, I think he just trod on his calf and it looked like he just couldn't shake it off, you know, so okay. I think that, you know, Arteta said it was a kick. You could see it was a kick. Uh, and, and the greatest thing is, you know, I, I actually think that I um, should have took him off a bit earlier because he went down a couple of times, didn't he? Three, really like, and I think they should have said, right, no, this is not going. You're not going to run this off. Yeah. Try to run it off. Um, but I think, I think, hopefully, he'll be okay for um, for, for Sunday. Um, yeah, and uh, I just think that um, you know that the front three at the moment are a joy to watch. I, I love, I love the, the trickery and the, the, the skills of uh, and of Saka when he goes past players and then the directness of, of Martinelli and then the everything of Jesus. I think it's a fantastic front three there. You know, you know, I, I agree with James here, like, you know, well, I've looked back and thought, oh, what, you know, watching other teams do that. We, we've got it now. And i say what, they're all young, enthusiastic, you know, and I think Martinelli now has got five goals already this season, like five, maybe six, you know, He's going to get into double figures for the first time this season. We've got it?
2: thirty. We've got thirty Premier League goals this season, I believe. It's five Martinelli, five Jesus, four Odegaard, three Zaka, two Partey, four Saka. That is spreading them around the team. That's that's everyone. Two Saliba,
1: yeah. two yeah. Saliba,
2: one Gabriel, one Fabio Vieira. Oh yeah, the
0: Brentford. Yes, so, you
3: know, it's, it's fancy. I, I do. I do concur with, with what Jordan's saying though. If the goals dry up, then you've got to be looking for for your main man to to get the goals. But I still say whether it be Chelsea, whether it be Wolves, one day he's gonna, I'm gonna sit here and go, I told you so. He's got Ettring, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's coming, it's, it's coming. Like you know what I mean? Like I put I put down every game now. He's gonna get Ettring. Put it down. <laughs> I'm doing a Jordan. I'm not getting it. Getting it but I'm, I'm uh, I, I put it down every week. Like you know, Attrick's Can I a... um?
2: Can I bring up someone else? I'd love to get all your thoughts on this man. Benny White, White, White. Oh. So he has been... He's so been so good this season. And someone made such a good point on Twitter. Twitter, not always the healthiest of places. Um, But sometimes there's some absolute gems. Thank you to the Arsenal community. You provide them. Someone said, this guy went from, you know, basically... The amount of criticism he had for one game at Brentford—we were talking about it earlier Lee, weren't we? Yeah,
3: we were. Um, but he has transitioned.
2: Time. He played. He, he ended up doing really well last season. I think for most of it, and then transitioned to right back like it was nothing. He played a couple of games of right back last season. No one was convinced, and fair enough, I suppose. Um, but the tra- but the, the transition has been so smooth. Like I, I really, I can't see a, a world unless injuries take over in which. Ben White isn't playing all 38 games of this season as our starting right-back, because even on that uh, Martinelli goal, White's overlapping and Lodi actually takes a little step away from Saka because he kind of sees him coming. But then he's got that right side, the kind of the dark arts, but he does it in a good way. Um, You know, he's... There's so much... I love his post-match interviews. You're almost looking at him like, why are you asking me such stupid questions? (laughs) I quite like his... (laughs) his um, approach to all them. And I, I just, I've got to give him a lot of credit. I really do.
1: I I said after that first game against Brentford last season that I don't think you have a long career at Arsenal. Um, I think about 10, 15 games later, I kind of said that I was a bit, a bit hard, I went a bit too far on him and I just wasn't having him. I think it would be stupid and futile for me to say that he hasn't been absolutely amazing this season so far in a position that's not his, in his first-choice position. But weirdly enough, he's the only player that I still can't quite work out where I am with him. Like I said, I acknowledge that he's been brilliant this season and I don't see the reason to drop him. There's no reason why he shouldn't be in the, you know, the right-back. And that's going against my favourite player, Tommy Asu. That's, I, I, would, I would leave it as it is. He's doing that well. I still can't quite work out. I, I can't work out where to place him in terms of how much I rate him yet. I'm not, I'm not all in yet on Ben White. I, I, I think what he's showing is that he's a, he's a quality player, but um, I, I still, I still find it weird that he's at right back, but he's doing well at right back. It, it, there's, a, there's a lot I of, I
0: know what you mean. I know what I you mean. I can't work because it out yet. Fallbacks full, over the, over recent history, um, especially when you look at Man City, and you look at Liverpool, fullbacks tend to be more than fullbacks. Whereas Ben White, listen, playing at the back, he does it well. But he's been playing very well, and you used the word amazing under the radar this season. I think what I think I agree with you, Jordan, in the sense where maybe when we're in Champions League, and maybe we, if we do take the next step up and we start challenging for titles, and we you know we get back into that that mold of things, maybe then you're questioning whether. He can be part of of a unit that 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 gives you that. Because you haven't necessarily seen him do anything spectacular. But at the same time, do you have to do something spectacular? Or have we just been watching like Trent and Robertson and Concello and, and Zinchenko at, at at Liverpool and City and, and saying to ourselves, we need a bit more from our fullbacks? It's hard to really judge it.
2: But I think that's why I'm so blown away, because I think he has been offering. I would say something spectacular. I think what Trent and Cancelo have done, and Reece James, they're reinventing what a fullback is. there's being the an overlapping attacking fullback, and then there's being like a winger slash number ten from right back.
1: I mean, like Th- those full-backs are like the biggest attacking threat for their teams. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable,
2: right? What they're doing, but yet Ben White still against Southampton that overlap and cross to Xhaka is. Yeah. I mean, if Trent does that, it's like. Okay, people aren't talking about it for, for years to come, but but they're saying, oh, that's what Trent does. You know, he overlaps and then he, he picks someone out in the box with a brilliant delivery. And he's actually had quite a few, whether it be delivery to the back post, whether it be actually shielding in front. He kind of does the defensive side. What I quite like about Arteta is um, we always talk about where he gets his inspirations from, Guardia, Wenger. I even mentioned it earlier in this podcast. But in Tommy Asu and White as his fullbacks, he's got, and obviously Gabriel and Saliba, He's got this almost old school defender style. Like, mm-hmm. yes, they're very good on the ball. Yes, they're very quick, and they're modern defenders in their own way. But also, it's you know, who are our best defenders? Who are our tallest, strongest, most uh, defensively dependable players? Right? They're in the back four. And yes, okay, sometimes Inchenko comes in, and you get that dynamic. But but you know, you also look at that four again. I think Lee or, or Robbie was saying it earlier in the studio when we were there together. You know, you can't bully that defense. You used to think, uh, you know, tall strikes can have some fun against them and they're not. So, why offering something going forward whilst being dependent at the back makes them a really complete option there?
1: I think. Yeah. Sorry, go on, go on. i he
3: tries to catch Jordan, but I'm going to lie. No, 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 no. <laughs> sorry, I've been uh, talking a lot about that. No, fun. no, it's, it's, it's a great. Listen, I was talking in the pub about, oh, 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 and, mm. and you know, I bring up what Jordan's saying there, like, you know, he's not too sure of him and, and all that, like. How many bad games has he actually had? Name a bad game that he's had. And everybody goes, Brentford, you know, first game of last season.
1: like, but <laughs> no, no
3: one else... He had, really he, had
1: a, of... he had a few last year. He had a few last
3: season. He did have a few. Yeah, but look, no one can name one. it. It's just, But I just think this Brentford thing mm. is just, for, for, for some unknown reason, just hung around him like, you know. and like. Yeah. I, listen, he's had more be- He's had better games and bad games. You know what I mean? Like that's what I say. He's been, you know, and th- but this, uh, you know, I watched, I watched um, Saliba do exactly the same as Ben White on Saturday, Sunday, and everybody, go, oh, Saliba, look, it's great, you know, fantastic. Ben White done it with a little bit more uh, cunningness, if I like. You know what I mean? Like shithousery is the word I think I'm going to use. Like, and I loved it. And I, I, I'm, I'm a real big Ben White fan. I, I don't know if it's because Saliba's a better name than Ben White. You know, what I mean, is it because it's mm-hmm. something to do with Ben White? It's not like it's not as you know, like um, you know. I like listen. I'm not criticising Saliba. I love Saliba. I think he's fantastic. But it just seems that um, he just doesn't seem to get the the, the credit that he deserves. I, I I really don't. You know, even from the from Gareth Southgate, he don't like. You know, what I mean, like prefers to what play if, the funny- choir there.
1: It's funny you mentioned Southgate, then Lee, because I guess what I'm, I guess what I'm waiting to see is him up against, and that's why Chelsea is an interesting test for me because of how they utilize their fullbacks. I think the way I get the test for him is not can he get beaten up and down the lines. I think he's proven that he can match anybody and he can get up and down fine. I think when he gets maneuvered out of his position, does he have the orientation to be able to be a right back in that sense? And that's why against Manchester City. Against Brighton, against Chelsea, who really do use their fullbacks well. Those for me, and even England, if he goes goes to the World Cup and plays right back, the best attackers and indeed other fullbacks in the world, I fear they may be able to get the best of him in that in that position because it's not his natural position, and that's why when Turkish mentions Champions League football next year, which hopefully hopefully will be getting, I'm not convinced that at that level. He's the right back that can do a job at the moment. He's he's, he's brilliant, but I'm just, I'm just wondering in the, in the in the top games against the best managers, against the best, um, you know, wide men and and fullbacks. I'm still slightly concerned that 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 he can continue the level at which he's playing at right now. But I don't want to poo poo him because, like I said, he's been brilliant this year, and I've got no reason to drop him at all. But I, I'm just not fully on the Ben White train yet because I think I want to t- see him tested against the best teams in the best competitions, be it the Champions League or, or the Euros.
3: Can I just well, ask you a question, Jordan? Quickly, sorry. I'm on his train. I'm on his train. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> are you know, the I've train. I've got a, a monthly, yearly pass. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: I want to ask Fair you a question, Jordan, just off the back of that. Who who would be your your preferred centre back pairing? Just, a, just. A, be, Keeping in mind Ben White's, you know, played centre-back for a season for us. Um, yeah. if, if you had to pick out Saliba Gabriel, Ben White, would, is it still Saliba Gabriel? Hmm. Because you know why I asked? Because I feel like our maybe doubts about Champions League level, about Ben White, comes from, like James mentioned, how spectacular some of the fullbacks have been in an attacking sense. But then do you see him potentially being, being a centre-back going into that competition for us, even though we've seen better from him in the right back position, which is kinda it's a weird one.
1: It it's- is a weird one. He, he I actually think last year, as a pairing, Gabriel and Ben White, I thought they were they were really good. I didn't think I wasn't I wasn't unhappy um, with that. Saliba's obviously raised the game and he now is our number one centre back. He has to start. So it's a case of Saliba and one other. Gabriel, for the force that he's had this season, I would still, I wouldn't drop him as, as centre back for Ben White necessarily. Ben White coming in, I'm comfortable with that as well. So I guess at the moment, I'm being proved, it's, it's being proved that generally as a partnership, Saliba and Gabriel, it works, it seems fine. Um, so I'm okay then, Ben White being the number one right back or the third choice centre back. Um but yeah I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't move him inside but when the levels go up I, I, I think it's Saliba and I'm not sure long term if you want to win a Premier League title. I'm not sure Saliba and any of those two win you a Premier League title. I think we have to upgrade on Ben White and Gabriel.
0: Yeah, I think what I was trying to say is when the levels go up, I think he'd he'd be more comfortable in sent cent- as a centre back than he would be as a right back. I agree. Yeah. Sorry, my, sorry, yeah. sorry. Sorry. My... Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree with that as well. Yeah. I, agree I think
2: that well. I think they're what are they twenty three and twenty four, and they you know have maybe a couple years still, maybe three four years till they're at their best. I I, I think yeah, they can yeah. be centre back uh, Premier League winning centre backs if not as starters and at least playing crucial parts in the squad in some way do you know who man city brought on uh, off the bench against leicester city ruben diaz yeah <laughs> it's just yeah. like what you know everyone will have their part to play and people will be rotated in and out and we want to compete in all these competitions and but, but, but cool you've out. kind of made
1: my point for me if man city can bring on argue the best center back in the country top three for sure off the bench and rotate him in on the way game, those are the levels we're dealing with. When it's a Premier League title, if you can bring Diaz off the bench, <laughs> do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. They're we're gonna get the there. Don't worry.
1: The Don't worry. Don't worry. I hope so. I hope so. I hope
0: so. Talking about getting there and by getting there, I mean Champions League football first and foremost. We've got the Europa League, um, a big chance for us this season to win it again Um, and I don't mean win it again, I mean again a big chance to win in the Europa League Um, and you know we didn't put it to bed against (laughs) PSV, PSV kept it alive, Um, these are enjoying the theme tune, I tend to try and ignore it and get it out of my head (laughs) but you know it is what it is, Um, these are like to remind me. Um, Oh, we've got Zurich at the Emirates. You know, we've got Chelsea away after that. Massive, massive game against Chelsea. What do we do against Zurich? You know, uh, considering the time, we've got about maybe 10, 10 minutes left, Max. Um, what do we do against Zurich? Do we go strong to put the game to bed, to finish top of the group? Um, is it just Zurich and really the second team should be able to get the job done? Um Considering the lack of depth in some positions, who do we protect in that game? I know Saka's miss, probably going to miss out because of that knock. I know Xhaka picked up a yellow card, so he's going to miss out. So, general thoughts around the game and, and what we do, James. Let's let's go back to you on it to start off.
2: Yeah, I I spent a lot of last week stressing over the starting eleven and game time for certain players and all this stuff. And actually, what despite a fairly lackluster. First half at times against Forest. Actually, the players didn't look tired at all. They raised their level and looked a lot better. Um, but then again, Forest were rubbish. We did mention that, didn't we? Uh, huh. I'm kind of like, what will be will be. I, I I I think I do look back on last week and think, you really worried way too much about the minutes yeah. in the game I and mean, all yeah. that. that. Um, and and yeah, I got that wrong. And we'll see whatever he goes with. If he wants to go quite strong just to really make sure it's done, fine. Um, if he rotates, it should be enough as well. Uh so you know we'll we'll see. Expect a level like drop. It, 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 expect a level it's drop. Not the end of the world. Some... No, but no, it's not. I I agree, it's not. I... with every Premier League win, I just am becoming more and more focused on that. I really am. Yeah. Um I, you know, expect a level drop because he's gonna make probably five or six changes at, at least, I would think. Um, but isn't it interesting? We talk about squad depth and Actually, we saw throughout that game against Forrest as he added one player and then a couple players and then that the level actually made you know was retained for most of the match. So yeah, <laughs> sorry, I heard
1: that argument, sorry to cut you there. I heard that argument made by some Arsenal fans, James. I'm not I mean, it was Forrest, they were dog awful. The game was never really yeah. in doubt. So I think people say, Oh yeah, our squad depth actually is good because we brought on Reese Nelson, two goals and assists, but I don't think that is the the, the, the barometer. Forest were rubbish. I'd be reluctant to kind of say our depth is that bad.
2: Are a Zurich, a Zurich better than Forest. They're not, but the Oh, sorry.
1: But, um... Zurich.
2: So, so exactly. We don't really know. So, But my point is, do you think in that game, in a more rotated side... It, say, is Zurich at home? It's a more rotated side. Saka comes off and Nelson comes on. Do you think he plays quite as well? I, again, I feel like Nelson... Who was someone we doubted comes on in the with, with the eleven that's been performing well yeah, that have a rhythm and understanding and his level rises to theirs and there's a confidence and he can fill into that better. It's when you make the four five six wholesale changes. There's very difficult for players that are inconsistent, getting into inconsistent game time to pick each other up along the way as well. So. 100%. I, I don't think the squad depth is a bad because m- in the Premier League, especially, you're not going to see six changes at once. You're going to see one or two have to come in, but we will probably see a drop in level of performance. But hopefully, it'll still be plenty to beat zero. Uh, at and that's,
3: that's how you got to look at it, James. So, so be it. Like you know, I mean, if we lose the game, it ain't the end of the world. It's, we, it's we, we have to go into a play if we're not getting knocked out of the competition. People are going oh too much into it. We're going to get knocked out of the competition. We're still in it. It's not ideal. But we're not. We're, we It's not like we're gonna. We, if we lose against Zurich, we're out. You know what I mean? It, it's it would be very no. frustrating.
2: It'd be. It would be very frustrating. Will, but but end I'm end not day, gonna.
3: It. You know, it doesn't ruin. They'll have enough. It's they'll have me. enough on Thursday to win that game. I'm. I'm pretty confident. Like you know, uh, with with what they're playing, I. I think that you know, with with Granite Shacker being out there, I don't want to see Partey playing. For this game, I want him fresh for Chelsea. I'm hoping El Nenny's going to be fit and he'll come in and play. So, like, uh, mm, and then yeah. Lukonga will play in Shaka's position. Uh, uh, I, I, I think Cedric, you know, well, why bring Cedric on the other day? Give him some minutes for, for this game as well, like, you know. Um, hopefully, Turner will be back in the team. Uh, I don't know what's Matt with him, but hopefully he will be. Holding uh, a comeback in, uh, deservedly so. Yeah tanny. Yeah, Tierney are come in. Uh, and up front, I, I, I think that Nelson will get another run out, 100%. Uh, Eddie will play. And it, 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 it depends who you want to play on that left-hand side, you know. Um, why not give Marquinhos another go? Like, uh, That's what I'd like to see anyway, like that, you know, I mean,
1: man. This will be a popular... And then
3: if we don't win that, I'd rather, I'd rather beat Chelsea on on Sunday. That To me, that's the more, most yeah. important game there. Chelsea and then Wolves. I'm not, I'm, uh, you, know, you know, Brighton what? and 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 Zurich, not in my, not in my radar. I'm afraid. I want I want us being top of the league going into that World Cup, and that's, that mean a lot to me. It mean a lot
1: to me. I think this one, I know you got a rap between touch. So this won't be a popular opinion, but I, 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 I slightly disagree with both of you. I think this game is a big game. I I I think that missing out an entire round of Europa League fixtures. Is actually re- gonna could really benefit us post World Cup, especially as it's against a team that will probably be more than likely a Champions League winning, a Champions League uh, contending team, knowing our luck. And to skip around, I-, I think would help us. I think this is a competition we can win. I know that we're doing well in the league, and the league is a priority. I agree, but I think this is a competition that we can win. I think we can win the Europa League, and I want to win the Europa League. Yeah. And so I think that whilst in theory. Our second team, and just for those listening, up the air quotation marks there, um, should be able to win this game on Thursday. I just don't think we need to get caught into a situation whereby it's 60 minutes in and it's one-one, and we could lose. I think I would I wouldn't play our first first eleven. I'm not saying that, but I would go strong and just try and win the game as early as possible, and then bring players off. I wouldn't play Saka, and I wouldn't play I wouldn't play party. I play everybody else. I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably I'd, 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 probably, I'd play uh, Tommy Asu right back, Tierney left back. I'm playing one of Gabriel Saliba, and then Holding's ever centre back. Fine. I'd go um, uh, not Turner. Um, I'd go Ramsdale in goal. I would drop Partey, and then you can pick I don't know Lukonga, and then if he's fit, hopefully. And and one and one other, I would play um, Odegaard. I'd play Jesus. Whether it's left or with the middle, I would. I would try and win this game ASAP and go into the the Chelsea game. You know, just knowing you've won the game when you're through to the next round of the of the of the of the, of the Europa League. I, I don't like this. The Chelsea game of the two, if you ask me right now, three points. I'll take Chelsea, of course. But I think winning this game could potentially help us winning against Chelsea as well. All right. It could go against us because it could be fatigue. But again, I'm not really one for the whole fatigue talk too much. So I actually would go strong in this game. I think that the the ramifications of not finishing top, um, I I, I think are bigger than you guys are are, are flagging. And
0: on that that Champions League note, if you finish second, you do play a Champions League team. It's it's the runners-up playing the Champions League dropout. There you go. That's, that's how the next phase is kind of set up this time around. I think it's time we bring in the table. Everyone got a point from the Nottingham Forest result. No one got it bang on. So Lee leads the table on 16 points after 17 games predicted. James, second, 15 points. I'm in third, 14 points. And Jordan, fourth on 12 points. So, yeah, back to you, Lee. Zurich, Emirates Stadium. What are you telling me? 3-0. Oh,
1: shit. Shit, sorry.
0: No, don't say shit. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> James, shall shall write three um, nil down for you, Jordan? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, just want, Jordan just wondering Lee. what you're gonna go with first.
1: <laughs> God, James.
2: Well, I'd really like to know what you're gonna get. you're
0: gonna. <laughs> well, do. no,
1: that's not, that's not it works, James.
0: Lee <laughs> no, will no, cry that's... corruption if we do that. So don't. don't... Yeah, he, yeah. Will. He, will. Right, he will. Fine. He will. He will. Um, two nil. You know what's fucked? I was going to say 3-0 as well until I heard Jordan
1: go, shit. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go 4-0. Oh,
1: um, I can't do Lee dirty twice in two weeks. Um, do I- it. I wasn't go, go on. I wasn't.
2: <laughs> Please look at him. Look how miserable he is. Do it. That would be brilliant. Someone apparently put in the comments of one of these videos, do James and Lee have beef? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I <laughs> oh, my friend. The answer is yes. Yes, we did.
3: <laughs> I hate it.
2: We can't him. stand each other. absolutely hate it. He bullies me every day. What George, did before,
1: mate? Did you... All right. I, 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 I'll go 3-1. I'll go 3-1. Oh, I'll go 3-1. Yeah, on,
3: <laughs>
1: but no, I, did, I, have, I did have 3-1? 3-0 in my head. I did have 3-0, but I'll go 3-1. Now I he wanted I to win. say four
2: he wanted to say four but he knew to right, have he said that to as well 4-0. <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll chuck a one on the on the Zurich score line
1: okay
0: now Lee, Lee might actually have it because I'm really thinking three nil but it's all it's all done and dusted Lee has gone for three nil James has gone for two nil I've gone for four nil and Jordan has switched it up and gone for three one even though he really thinks it's going to be 3-0. So hopefully the jinx is still there and we get four. Why not?
2: (laughs) It definitely is as well. It definitely is. The fact that that's what he actually thinks it is, is enough.
0: Yeah, you can't get away from it. You can't get away from it. All right, people. Hope you guys have enjoyed another Forever Arsenal podcast. Love for the lovers always. We will be back after the Zurich game, before the Chelsea game. It's a big one. We're gonna record the next one Friday morning. So it'll be out sometime on Friday, probably by midday. So make sure you guys look out for that. Check that out as usual. Leave your comments in the comment section below. We'll all go through it as usual. Hit the like button, people, and yeah, we keep it moving. Um and just a reminder, we are on audio platforms now. So obviously if you miss us here and you don't get a chance to Rewatch it on YouTube, then you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I don't know what other audio platforms there are, but I'm sure you guys do. You can listen to us on there, people. Oh, on, the, on the
1: way to work, on the way to your girlfriend's, you can hear my voice and my great opinions. You know, you haven't got to watch on YouTube. You can listen to it yes. on. You can have the audio delights of my voice and my opinions. Isn't that great? Views.
2: Before date night, listening to. Really, Jordan still in videos. it there, isn't it, Joel? Really <laughs> <still in> there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> We've just lost four subscribers. As. <laughs> 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 They're all on TalkSport now as they go uh, <laughs> on the show, like, you know.
0: Now DL, YouTube, TalkSport, Spotify, he's everywhere. Can't no, get you rid can't, of you me. can't
3: avoid me. Laura Jordan, <laughs> Laura Jordan, Laura Jordan,
0: what am I going to do? Laura Jordan, which one do we turn on? on tough choice, tough choice. Big up Jordan, big up Lee. big up James as usual, and big up all you guys showing love as usual. We're out. Hit the like button and enjoy.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network.